green game taking over. That's a promise, not a threat. Have uh, another interesting weekend of boxing, and this time it's PBC's turn to see if they can get on the board for a fight of the year. And this main event obviously should ab- should absolutely do it. And this is for one of the vacant IBF 140 title given up by Josh Taylor. You know we got Sabriel Matias, aka Brownie. You know who's a straight killer, 18 one, 18 one with 18 knockouts. Facing Jeremiah's Ponce again, an Argentinian banger, thirty and zero with twenty knockouts. So like, yeah, this if you ever you know Ponce is not this is Ponce's U.S. debut because his fights. I mean, either unless you watch him on ESPN Plus or the one fight he had on the Zone or whatever where he beat down somebody over ten rounds. Like Ponce is a problem. Like you have to like Ponce has a work rate out of this world and he punches hard. You know, so it wears Matias though. Matias' fights have all been in America. I mean, his his first notable American fight, he he, he ends up killing somebody. You know, Maxim Dedeshev. You know, in a fight that we all had to criticize ESPN because they were because co- they had the wildest coverage on that shit ever. Like, you know, dude was you know I mean, dude was basically beaten, throwing up, all types of shit. ESPN felt the need to actually cover that shit like it was the thing to do. And um, but then that fight though did lead to Matias's first loss, you know, where he lost on like a, a preview fight, you know, to uh, Petros and uh, you know, by a decision. And then after that, dude starts gotten his way of biting people, Malik Hawkins, uh, that other Russian cad, uh, uh, Jukembeyev, like, and then he and then he rematched Anenian and you know, put him away after a slugfest, and I think it was like nine, ten rounds, like. You know, Matias, to me, is like probably, I mean, in terms of prospects, like he's probably like, I mean, I don't know. If, I mean, he's probably like one of the best Rican prospects I've seen in a minute. I mean, dude is. Damn right. Yeah. What's that? I said damn right he is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude is a problem. Dude is like, I I, I don't know if he's I should call him, dude is like a more dangerous margarito in his he, prime. No, he's, to me, he's the 140 uh, Jared Hurd. <laughs> I, I can see that too, though. But you know, but he, dude, at least dude doesn't like blow up in weight like on uh, fight night. Like dude actually looks like he might be like one forty or at least one forty seven, something like that. Like not like a fucking middleweight or some shit like that, you know. But uh, yeah, this fight, Matias and Ponsman, I yeah, like this. This is now this should be like a slugfest. P, what do you think about this fight? I mean, it's 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 definitely going to be a slugfest, and it's not going to last long. This isn't going more than eight rounds. Um, no, no. Heck, I don't even know if it'll go more than six rounds. Because um, yeah. they're going to be throwing hands. Um, and both guys have pop. I think Matias, punch for punch, is the bigger puncher than Ponce. But Ponce has the work rate. The one thing, though, is, and this is why I'm giving Matias the advantage, is that, like, Ponce is, like, he has the work rate, but like he also can very be a very like his punches be wide and loopy sometimes, and like mm-hmm. so like against a guy like Matias who actually does throw straight shots, if they're in an exchange, I'm gonna give the advantage to Matias because he's a straighter guy. It's gonna come straight down the pipe, uh, and I don't I don't know if Ponce is gonna be able to. I mean. I don't. We don't know what Ponce's chin is like. I don't think he's faced anybody as big of a puncher as Matias. 
So yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think he has. Exactly. No. So and we know the Argentinians can punch, but has he fought a puncher himself? I don't think he has. So I think it'll be a nice little slugfest, but I think Matias will knock him out. I'll say well, fifth round. Oh wow! You're not even giving, yeah. You're not even giving, giving possibly like even not even a little bit of a doubt. Like you know, you know, because you, you, I mean, because I can I can see Posse not actually going balls to the walls. Like he's not gonna he's not gonna box dude. He's gonna he's gonna think he's he's gonna take stoppage. I mean, and why not? Like dude has twenty knockouts and thirty fights. So like why not go for it? Especially against a guy like Matias. Matias, unfortunately, he's he's very very hittable. Way way too hittable. So and, and I will say this though. I mean, I think I mean Matias is a little shaky. I mean, he's not chinny, but I do think he's a little shaky. He could be shooken up a little bit. Yeah, he he got he got buzzed against uh, Jukumbayev. Yeah, I, I remember that one. And, he got buzzed in that fight, so he can be hurt. So it's like you might as well just try to go for it. So and, and he and he was hurt. And I remember in that in that one loss that he does have, he was hurt. I think he even got I think he got flash knockdown too. So I mean, he can, he can be hurt, and and that dude only had like seven knockouts in twenty fights. So I mean, you know, it, it, I mean, so yeah, Matias. Well, and Matias though, Matias has like his punching is just fucking ridiculous though. A lot, a lot of people surprise. It's just funny because a lot of people are picking Ponce, but I'm just like, I don't know if that's just the unknown uh, Argentinian, Argentinian puncher or just like, yeah. Cause like they're like, oh, he's plus three hundred. That's a little too wide. I'm like, but nobody knows who he is. But he's plus three hundred. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, oh. I mean, and I can see it too. Cause like I said, it's the unknown factor. I mean, Ponce is dangerous. He's he is dangerous, but you know, but yeah, plus three hundred. I mean, he carries you fast. Yeah. Absolutely. You know. So I mean, I mean personally, I mean, I think Matias will win, but I think. I think it would more like it would be like a seventh round knockout, seventh round knockout for Matias. Though, damn, I was going for eight. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do think Matias is going to get shook up a couple times from Ponce because Ponce, Ponce is going to Ponce is not. I mean, unless he's cracked, he's he's not going to stop throwing. Like he's going to he's he's Matias is going to feel like uh it's going to it's going to get that uh pressure on him. But it just and I think I think isn't Ponce too a little bit bigger than him as well? Because they're both big one forty pounders. If I remember correctly, but uh, yeah, no, this. So let me let me look that up because like Matias is uh, five nine, so yeah. yeah uh, LB, what about you? What do you think about this fight? I think it's a good uh, action fight, good main event. It's not like a good. It's not like a big marquee fight, but yeah. it's something that definitely uh, <clears throat> hardcore boxing fans dream. Because you got one of the best 140 pounders fighting another uh, contender, right? I think their styles match up well, and we'll get like a good shootout. But I see Matias just kind of overwhelming him by eight rounds. But for the record, um, Ponce is five eleven. So we yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, yeah, dude. But, I mean, that's just gonna. I mean, honestly, now now that I know he's that big. Now I'm just going to say we're going to get uppercut season because Matias' uppercut does not miss. So it'll be there for him. Especially it's with a wide, especially with Ponce throwing wide loopy shots. It'll be uppercut season this weekend. Yeah, because I was like, as I know, I was like, yeah, Ponce is definitely a, a big, a big 140 pounder. That's why I was like, I was like, it's like, I know, but it's like, you know, but uh, it actually makes it more tricky, like I said, because 140, as we all know, like 140 is a quality, it's a top two division. You know, in boxing yep. today, 
So it's like so. This is a might be the best one right now, actually. And, and hey, I went. I, oh, I when mean, you, when you factor in the star power, all the names, potential matchups, mm-hmm. like even like I mean, think about it. One forty is so good. We don't even care about a damn Tia Female versus Josh Taylor fight. Yeah, it, it, exactly. To me, I mean, to me, that in any other division, that would be like. It, like what's the equivalent of that in welterweight? Like that's like what Crawford Thurman or some shit or I don't know, like something like that. Like, yeah, <laughs> you just don't care about it. So uh, there's so many better fights, right? Exactly. And 140, like I said, you know, like it, it will give you a marquee fight, but it also give you a fight where you have like top five contenders and they're off, they're fighting, and you know, it's a significant fight because, like I said, this has a vacant belt on the line. And Matias, you know, obviously we've said before at the time, like we we've all said, Matias will probably pick will be champion too. I mean, truthfully, I would have loved it if Matias could, could take that belt off Josh Taylor. And obviously, and I would have respected Josh Taylor a lot more for taking that fight as we talked about, because Josh Taylor kind of closed the door on his type of era, one forties, and in one forties, and pretty much in the new different era. So if he's facing some of these new cats in in, in like winning, then you know, then Taylor, obviously, yeah, it would be big respect, but. Taylor right now, his mind is confused. I don't know, we don't know what the fuck he's doing, and you know he's fighting Tia Fimo, who's looking, who's looked pretty mid at one forty. So yeah, that's you know, yeah, that's like everyone's just like yeah, yeah, whatever, you know. And it's like yeah, Matias Ponce, like I said, solid fight and probably a more dangerous fight because like I said, it, either of these two guys would put Taylor or Tia Fimo through absolute hell, you know. Obviously, in some circles, people are like, no, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, hey, it's the <laughs> truth. <laughs> it's the fucking truth. Yeah, you know, like, Tiafimo would, I mean, you know, if Tiafimo fought any of these two guys, they, you know, Tiafimo would would probably get beat down or beat up like, you know, like, like he did against Cambosis. You know, but, you know, some people don't want to hear that. <laughs> I mean, especially if he's not fighting Barbosa and come on. Yeah, exactly. If you're not gonna fight Barbosa, who's actually who's who's ready, who's you know who's absolutely ready for this, like nah, then you know. But yeah, it's like I mean, Teofimo right now is like a sore spot because it's like it's clear that something is off with him, and you know, but you know they gotta try to get him to the point where they gotta cash him out, else you know he'll lose to someone, and you can't really sell a fight, uh, sell a title fight with him anymore, at least not for a while. You know, but uh, at least this card though also has two really good fights. The opener is really good. You got Elvis Rodriguez and you got Joseph Arderno in a ten round fight. Like that is a type I said of this crap. Yeah, and, th- and again, this is one forty. Even a one forty five. This is a, a B level fight. These are B level fight fighters right now. You know, and even then, like this is this fight is more intriguing than fucking Teofimo and Taylor to me. <laughs> like seriously. <laughs> You know, like you know, obviously we know Elvis Rodriguez. He went to PBC. You know, after after being let go from Top Rank after losing to Kenny, uh, Kenneth Sims, and you know, dude has been you know, dude has scored a couple of knockouts. Or Derno, uh, you know, he is. You know, I, I still remember that fight with Jermaine Ortiz. Like, but I think it's too. Derno has a better case of beating Jermaine Ortiz than Lomachenko does to me. You know, that's not again. That may be you know that may be enough. That's facts That's facts though. Yeah. You know, but it's, it's like yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Hurt Ortiz hell more times than Lomachenko did. That's for damn sure. You know, what I'm saying? Yeah. 
So yeah, no. Th- th- so that fight, like, I, I, like this, this, this is definitely a good fight to see where these two are. You see, um, so LB, where do, how do you see Rodriguez or Darno? Yeah, Rodriguez is winning that by what KO decision? I want to say KO because um, I felt Rodriguez is like he's putting everything together now. He's looked better since the loss. Feel like he's punching harder, just moving better, everything. So, Adorno's not bad. Adorno's solid too. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Rodriguez is just a better boxer, and he is. Adorno though is tough though. I think Adorno's light. No, well, I mean they're both big punches. Rodriguez only, you know, he's twelve knockouts and thirteen wins. Adorno's fourteen KOs and seventeen. So, I mean, both have one loss. You know, both have a couple. Donald has a couple of draws. Rodriguez has one. You know, so it's like I mean, yeah, like I, honestly, this to me, this has a has this will be sure. I, I don't think it will go the distance, um, but I'm with LB though. I do think Rodriguez will probably end this fight by a knockout. I, um, well, you know, LB, you said decision, right? No, I said knockout. Like oh, okay, okay. Like yeah. there's a part of me feels like uh, Rivera could stop him. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it goes to this. It goes to the uh, wrong decision. Rodriguez, yeah, R- wrong, wrong Dominican. <laughs> oh yeah, Rob, uh, what's his name? Um, did I say Rivera or Rodriguez? Yeah, you said Rivera. Rivera. All right, Rodriguez. Yeah, my bad. Um, the other one, he already Frank Martin. You know uh, but yeah, Rodriguez. Um, I this is this what ten or twelve rounds? Ten rounds. I think Rodriguez gets him out in the tenth. Oh wow! I was thinking more. I was thinking at maybe probably eight for me, because like I said, I mean, I I, I do think I mean Adorno's good, but Adorno's good, but I do think he can be stopped. Yeah, but I think it's more like Rodriguez is finally going to clip him like at toward the end. Like I don't know if it's going to be like an accumulation, but more I think he just he finally gets that good shot on him. Right, you know, Donald just hangs tough and makes a good fight out of it throughout the uh, night. Yeah, and I think Adorno's the one that this one, this Adorno's the one that actually has like problems. I just hope he doesn't have any weight problems. Like, if I hear Adorno's like struggling to make weight, then I'm for sure Rodriguez is probably going to KO him. But like, but, yeah. like I said, <laughs> but this, but like, again, this is a quality opener. Like, this is the type of opener that nice. you need. Like, you know, it's because it still moves the division forward. Because it's like, okay. Who are we gonna put in a bigger fight? Who are we gonna put in a big fight next or bigger fight? And then we have the return of Jamal James, who because last time we saw him fight, you know, he unfortunately got battered by Buteyev. Like, you know, he really got hands put on him and got stopped. And it was messed up too because they kept on mentioning that he was getting married like the week after the fight, and Buteyev pretty much like brutalized him. Like he wasn't even like. So I can only imagine how the marriage the marriage foes look like though. But you know, he's he's but he's coming back in the co-main event against an uh, Argentine Olympian Alberto Palmetta. And again, this is this is a good fight. Palmetta is eighteen and one with thirteen KOs. Like this is a you know this is again this is a good fight for for Jamal James to see if he has anything left because uh, you know Jamal James was kind of holding it down. On the B, he's he's been holding it down on the B level side for a heavyweight for a minute, you know. And uh, it was a shame though that you know Butev kind of like derailed him. But um, 
you know, Jamal James, a good fighter. I think. I mean, his. I mean, I mean, I, 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 before that, his only other loss was to Ugas, like, like, it's like some to some years ago. I think it was like 2015 or some shit like that. You know, but um, yeah. No, this 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 should be a, this should be uh, again a really good fight. You know, Palmetta, you know, this is a step-up fight for him. Jamal James, this is just more or less to see if he can actually um, get his, you know, he, he can actually, um, you know, regain the momentum that he had in his career prior to that fight. Um, so, yeah, like, PBC did its thing, like, on this on this triple-header card. So, but you know what the funny thing is for this card? Like, I have not seen, like, one commercial or anything on it yet. I don't know if you got, P, have you seen a commercial or anything on this? No. Or a trailer? No. Yeah, and I'm I, and I'm surprised too. It's like you would think you want to advertise two of the biggest punch, two of the some of the biggest punches at 140. They're fighting. You think you actually would actually want to say, hey, tune in, you know, tune in and watch watch this, you know, watch this slugfest, you know, and a possible yeah. another fight of the year, you know. But uh, hey, I guess you know, word of mouth will have to do uh, for this one. Uh, but of course, like the other card, the final, the other card, which is going to be on a Sunday, and of course we all say like Sunday.